It's not that easy being green Having to spend each day the color of the leaves When I think it could be nicer being red Or yellow or gold Or something much more colorful like that Greetings, green goobers. Thought we liked guys. Like yeah, I do like that guys. better. Greetings, green guys. Hello. No. You're listening to Zero to Zero, the podcast that is currently about the movie Green Lantern. What about Green? From 2011 Gang? with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I think I said Ryan Reynolds. I don't know why. I'm Sam, and I am the guardian of Sector uh, 1245. Uh, Actually, we have a population of uh, 30 trillion with 2,300 species, and we were founded in the galactic year negative 5,000. The guardians of the universe, actually, what they did was they came from the planet Oa. I'm I'm Giga, uh, a.k.a. the Crimson Candle. And I'm Val Flight Cub, your oath-reciting camp counselor. Uh Uh-huh. I pledge allegiance to the land. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get very Christian this episode. Oh yeah, this is such a such a faithful movie. This is a. Faithful- you are all going to become born again virgins. <laughs> cool. I, I've been wanting to get reversionized for a while. I haven't. I haven't been to camp in a in a while. Get, I don't wait, remember what, what they you, do there. Yeah, not all is camps are Christian camps. At camp, Sam, are you know. okay? I didn't go to a Christian camp. Right. Me neither. Uh, I don't think I you mean, said oath reciting. What oath? Yeah. Are, yeah. What oath do camp counselors recite if not an oath of virginity? All of ca- <laughs> don't fuck All here. Camps are always reciting the oath. It's fun. You gotta. I mean, it's fun for us just to recite an oath. <laughs> I don't understand this joke. Um, I think the only oath that I ever recited at camp was the salami pastrami oath, where you like pat your thighs. I mean, if you're a <laughs> camp counselor, you have to recite the oath not to have sex so that you don't get killed by a, a slasher. Um, oh, I see. Yep, it prevents yeah, that's that smart. from happening. That's just smart. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern. Oh god, Green this Lantern. movie sucks. I. I guess I have a bold stance because Sam wrote in the host chat that this movie sucks. I'm fully eating cereal. This movie seems fine. I it's he's it's a movie I mean, maybe about it's a, a guy who's a complete dipshit and never faces any consequences for any of his actions. That's my big problem with it. Like I can I I can tolerate a lot of parts of it. I can tolerate how bad the CGI is. I can tolerate no I can't the how bad the snarky dialogue is. I can tolerate the really, really boring lore dumping. What I can't tolerate is that Ryan Reynolds... Yeah. Uh, there's... I mean, like, in in Deadpool I... 2, at the end, there's a joke where he goes back in time and stops Ryan Reynolds from accepting the contract to do this movie. And I gotta say, ethically correct, I wouldn't want to be in this. I didn't... I, I want to be this Hal Jordan. Jesus. I mean, yeah, it's like very, it's a very cliche character, but. That's the thing is, I'm not against the the protagonist of a superhero movie being an asshole who has to learn how to be a hero. That's fine. The problem is that he's an asshole and, and the lady in the movie is like trying to slurp his girt the whole time. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like he like alienates everyone around him. Like people get angry at him for one scene. I mean, it's the House MD syndrome, where he's just too damn good at his job. 
But he's not. He crashes a plane. The one time we've seen him pilot a plane, he almost kills himself. I feel like the baseline for being a good pilot is not blowing up a brand new F-35. And Well, is... that's because you didn't think it was a dogfight that needed to be won, and he did. Well, I don't have daddy trauma. <laughs> there you go. I knew it wasn't a dogfight because they told me. Let's, let's get into the sub. Well, he slept we in, so he missed a lot of the instruction. The, uh, the individual segments of the movie. Let's get into the uh, the summary section. I think I will first. I'll I'll lead with the the obligatory. I am absolutely munching and crunching on some cereal. This movie is fine. This is Green Lantern from 2011, directed by Martin Campbell, written by Greg Berlanti, Michael Green, Mark Guggenheim, and Michael Goldenberg. Oh my god, that's too many. Takes a village to write a movie like this. <laughs> Four uh, people yeah, wrote okay. this. <laughs> <laughs> they took turns here's what happens okay here's here's what we watched it's okay? the exquisite corpse yeah yes there's a lore dump about the green lanterns to start the movie they give you names and statistics and numbers yay we we learn about the evil parallax who was in a cave and some guys that we don't care about crash onto the planet with the cave and parallax breaks out and sucks their dicks and they die we then go six months later to Sector Who Cares, where another Green Lantern, played by Aquaman's dad, gets a call from Sinestro, who's good in this, I think. Sinestro says a name, and a planet, and a name, and numbers, and yellow, and it's bad. And Sinestro is played by Mark Strong, da 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 and Parallax <gasps> blows up the ship, and then uh, the other guy, Abin Sir, has to do a distress call. Oh no! I hope that we find a new recruit on Earth. I hope it's Ryan Reynolds. Uh-oh, speaking of him, he's going to be late for the big piloting. But he gets there on time, and it's fine. And his love interest is there, and she says, Uh-oh, you're a big jerk, man. And he's was like, that... I know. And she says, that's good. Pause. Was that his love interest? She was blonde, wasn't she? It's the same woman. It's the same... N- what the f- Okay. No, Go. it's a different different woman. Different woman. Uh, Go ahead. What? It's his love interest for the movie, not the lady he was sleeping with earlier. Uh, no, 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 no. I thought that yes. she, the, 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 his, his wingman was, there is one was the one in his bed. Carol. No. no, 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 I didn't think she was the one in his bed. I thought that she, she was blonde, but she's not later. Okay. She, c- c- yeah, uh, she has like dark blonde I don't know what to tell you. All white people. Brown, yeah, keep going. Uh, so she's mad. Taika Waititi is here and, uh, they do their piloting and he's on the radio and he says, you have to win the contract for the Air Force against these drones that are going to win. And then he gets so mad about how much he wants to win that he sacrifices his wingman, who is his love interest, and flies really, really high, and all the planes break. And then on the way down, he shoots the drones, but also he has to jump out of his plane uh, so that he doesn't die, and then his plane explodes. And also he has trauma about his dad who exploded in the plane. Later, he's getting yelled at by the president of the company uh, for fucking up so bad that they lost the contract. A guy named Bob tells him to watch his back, and he snarks that you can't watch your back because it's your back, and it's behind you, and you can't turn your head. Funny. Uh, Love interest lady tells him that he's childish, but says that she really cares about him because he's an asshole. 
he goes to his nephew's birthday party where his whole family is really pissed at him for almost dying in a plane explosion like his dad. The nephew is sad and scared, but he gives him a birthday present, which is a spaceship toy, and then he takes down one of the nephew's spaceship toys that he's got hanging from his ceiling to hang up the new better one. On his way out the door, he gets sucked up by a ring that takes him in a big bubble to Abin Sir, the alien, who says, get the lantern, get the oath, and do the ring. His friend Taika Waititi comes to pick him up as helicopters come to pick up the corpse of an alien. Meanwhile, at some point in this, there's a guy played by Peter Sarsgaard who is a xenobiologist and he gets kidnapped by Amanda Waller from the movie Suicide Wasn't Squad. Wasn't expecting that one. Our friend Amanda. He asks what he's here for and she says to dissect this alien we found for the government. He says, why me? She says, because you're a xenobiologist. He says, oh, right, I forgot. (laughs) Meanwhile, Sinestro tells the big brain men on planet Oa that we need to fight the bad guy Parallax. They say, "Uh uh-uh, but he says, "Uh uh-huh, and they say, okay. (laughs) The Dr. Hammond, who's doing the dissection, gets yellow glorp on his finger, and that's probably fine. Hal goes home and does the oath. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, love interest Carol shows up, and they go to a bar, and they talk about when they fucked. And then she says, I don't want to dance with you, and then they dance together. He goes outside afterwards because he doesn't want to talk about his dad trauma, and gets the crap beat out of him by Bob, who told him to watch his back. But the problem is, he couldn't, because his head can't turn around. (laughs) They beat the shit out of him, and then he accidentally green lanterns them to death. Then he gets sucked into outer space and flies through space. And then that's who knows it. what happens? I, I do, because I watched a little bit ahead. I don't like that's... the big brain squad. God, I, they look bad. They look like a cross between the final boss from XCOM and the kids from Akira. They're blue. They're, but yeah, they're like, the, they're like those kind the of old look kids like... from Akira. Haven't seen it. What Sorry. the fuck? Okay. I haven't seen any anime anything that I'm people sorry. think is yeah, good. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be like that. But Sam you, doesn't watch it, media. It's a, it's a very good movie, Sam. If people think it's good, I haven't seen it. That's, that's okay? fair, that's fair. <laughs> they look like a blue version of that robot Sophia, because they have like a clear back to their heads. I called yeah, them I, bubble I heads their, in I hate my their, notes. I hate their head situation. It's really weird, and they're really short like, and they're sitting got, on like, extremely tall chairs. They got like nerve endings sticking out of their head. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I think they look adorable. One of them has like a barrette clipped oh, okay. well, into go, her go head. Go get a Funko Pop of them or something. <laughs> I don't have to. I already have ten. Okay. <laughs> this and I have them. This, I have them sitting on top of stacks of tin cans. So this movie to, is to uh, simulate mm-hmm. the the pillars. You should just put up one Pringle on. can. <laughs> Shit! I should have just gotten Pringle cans. This oh, movie well. is a. Uh, this movie's cast like hits you like a fucking sack of bricks. Like mm-hmm. I can't believe that the. the like, so it's got, Blake Lively is love interest. Mm-hmm. Taika Waititi is his friend. Is which, the nerdy friend. like, blew me the fuck away. Yes. Because I saw this movie when I was, what would it be? So I saw it when it came out, and it came out in 2011, so I would have been uh, 15. Um, wow, that's older than I thought. Um, but yeah, it's got, it, it, it's a, it's a reunion as well. Well, I guess not a reunion, because they were never in the same movie, but we got Mark <laughs> Strom and Tim O'Hara Morrison. Uh, <laughs> like good yeah. cast. Did you guys know you haven't even mentioned? We haven't met him yet, but uh, Jeffrey Rush is in the mix. Not to mention Michael Clark Duncan from from hit Daredevil. Movie Daredevil. Daredevil and uh, and Bullseye, who voices Parallax, the screaming head. But 
Oh. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. <laughs> the old man that everyone wants to fuck a robot. Look, he deserves it, okay? Huh? Uh, don't worry about it. He's in Detroit Become Human. Oh, okay. Uh, this is the I really I feel like this is this doesn't make sense to do this now but I'm looking at it in my notes. I have a quote from Jeffrey Rush about this movie that I oh, really yeah. want to read even though he doesn't appear yet. Yeah. I think he actually does the opening narration so I'm allowed to read this here. Go for yeah. it. Can I read this quote? Here? Yeah, you go ahead. When I got the offer for it I said, "Haven't they already made that film?" They said, "No, it's a completely new computer generated character." I saw the artwork and I said, I would love to be that guy, because I had voiced an owl in Legends of the Guardian, the Owls of Gahul, and I'd voiced a pelican in Finding Nemo, and I thought I could really improve on that by being half bird, half fish, part lizard. <laughs> you don't get to do that in a live action film. I, Amazing! I, I wish. I want to be Jeffrey Rush in that moment. That sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful to, to, to look at the world in that way. He also compared the role to previous roles in which he played a mentoring figure. He's going to be Hal, Hal Jordan's mentor. Uh-huh. Quote, you could say that I've mentored Queen Elizabeth I as Sir Francis Walsingham, and Leon Trotsky has mentored Frida Kahlo, and now Tomar Ray is going to mentor Hal Jordan, and I was sort of mentoring King George VI in the King's Speech, but I can't imagine Tomar Ray setting up an office on Harley Street in London. They're all very different people to me, but there is a kind of theme, I suppose. <laughs> oh, that's who Jeffrey Rush is. <laughs> yes, that's man, really funny. you're slightly older than average, so you're going to play those characters. <laughs> I mean, he also plays a villain in, in, the, in the Pirates of Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Of, of Caribbean. Yar. Anyway. So you guys uh, know that Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are married, right? Yes. They got married after meeting on the set of this film, and they got married on a plantation. Mm-hmm. Do you know that uh, Ted Morera and Morrison, about filming with Ryan Reynolds, commented, we did the whole scene together where I gave him the ring. Our suits are CGI, so we had these gray suits with things on them. So it was cool, and working with Martin Campbell great was <laughs> again, it was great, too. So that was cool. Yeah. We wore, we wore these gray suits so they could CGI our costumes on. So right? that's pretty so cool. So, like, the Wikipedia article from this movie has a quote from literally every principal cast member about this, except for Clancy Brown. And I thank them for that. Well, I don't actually know how much Clancy Brown's going to be in it, because, I mean, they seemed like they were setting him up as the big bad, and then we don't see him again for the rest of it. So, so far. Reynolds has said... I've That's a really stupid observation I just made, considering we watched the first 35 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I think we'll be seeing him again, actually. Wait, yeah. did, they didn't even have a final showdown in this part. It's like they're dropping the ball. Okay, not, not my smartest thing that I've ever said. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that we watch movies in the stupidest possible way. Yeah. So It's Zack Snyder's fault. So yeah, we start so. with the the narration lore dump, and I, I'm already mad and bored. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really boring it's like it's a i was I, I like had to pause several times just because there's so many names and times this is the thing though is like i i'm a dweeb ass mm-hmm. and i have like spent time in my human life on earth going on wikipedia and just like reading green lantern lore because i think it is interesting <laughs> yeah but what i don't want is to start a movie with uh, the sectors, 3,600 of them, and each one with a population of somewhere between... I Shut up. I thought this was useful. This uh, this didn't bore me too much because, like, it's pretty obvious you don't actually have to remember what the name of the planet was that the Guardians watch over the universe with. But to say these 
there's this powerful force. This group has harnessed it and specifically has designated a guardian for every so big size sector sector of the universe. And there's one person per thing. That was useful yeah. to me. I it, yeah, no, it gives I, you, I, I just yeah. I don't. No, that's that's I fair. Don't, it, it explains I exactly what the Lantern the Corps is in a way that is digestible quickly. I don't. Yeah, it, that's it, that's. You know. That's, that's I mean fair. the the problem for me is I'm I would be okay with this happening at at some point in the movie. I just I can't stand lore dumps at the start of a film. Yeah. Or of a fucking video game. This is Skyrim shit to me where they're like, "Did you know about the Stormcloaks?" I think I think if it if the it, it had been who are actually just a puppet for the Thalmor. I think if it had that's been really good. like history you would have to remember, then yeah, that would be really annoying. Um, that's a very good Ulfric Stormcloak, Sam. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, the biggest the biggest threat the Green Lanterns ever faced was Parallax, but he was captured by a Green Lantern named Abensur and imprisoned on the lost planet of Ryut in Sector 2341. No, it's spelled Ryut, and... but it's Riot. Pussy, I they said Ryut. Pussy Riot. No, they say Riot. <laughs> Great. Okay, uh, so, yeah, so a bunch of dipshits go onto the planet Riot, and they're like, oh, <laughs> The most fucking humanoid all... aliens that they could possibly create. These guys are in the movie for 45 seconds. You couldn't, get, couldn't give them a second pair of fucking arms? Yeah, <laughs> they, they fall into a this hole. Is, this, is, this is my fucking problem again, though. It's like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Why aren't, like, Green Lanterns finding the guy on the planet? But they don't care. They, they put them away. I just, I, they're, they're, I don't care cops. if this three randos crashed. Yeah, well, they did, and now they fell into the hole. They fell into Megamind's big butthole and found Megamind. Um, he is, he is Mr. Krabs' Megamind. He is. I, I, he, I just described him as Yellow Megamind. Like he's his his very bad CGI face glares at them. And it, this movie's not that old. I don't know why it looks so much like Reboot. It looks like Reboot with high-res textures. I mean, it's got a lot of pa- particle clouds and stuff. That was very, uh, that was very over the time. Like, mm-hmm. the, like there's a bit, of, like, I mean, when, uh, when, when the fart man, space poopy, uh, parallax. Yeah, fart man space poopy, yeah. Fart man space yeah. poopy parallax, uh, goes zipping around. I mean, he, he's a, he's a big billowy cloud of space fart. Yeah. I think that's because he, like, he was taunts. trapped, like, his physical body is trapped, and he, I mean, that's what I thought, I was imagining. Well, he breaks he, like, out. He's, like, trapped in a green prison, and he, like, taunts the spacemen, and, and he sucks their skeletons out of their dick. So, <laughs> so, he gives them, he gives them the, the most intense blowy in the universe-shattering <laughs> blowy. <laughs> the that, theme that it, of this, the that, night. That it, yeah, that it, that it. Sorry. This uh, it, it get it 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 removes their their soul skeleton from their corporeal form. Now I have a real problem with the fact that that the first thing we see the villain do is is give three men the epic suck of all time. Yeah, just great. And then them throughout the rest of this part, we just hear people like on the space radio being like, "And he's leaving residue everywhere he goes." <laughs> Messy. <laughs> Spit what's your what's your objection to that? Is it do you think it's homophobic or the planet looked clean, but we turned on a black light and there were stains everywhere. <laughs> I this also guy's as... coming all over the goddamn place. <laughs> There's he's spewing it out. He's drained the planet dry. Um 
He's giving them the best Ogami arms of Wait their life. Wait a minute. Life. Sorry. Now that I'm now that I'm putting the movie together because I'm rereading the opening monologue that I wrote down as much of it as I bothered to and remembering what is happening. Abin Sir, mm-hmm. Aquaman's dad, who gives Ryan Reynolds the ring, mm-hmm. is the one who captured and imprisoned Parallax. Mm-hmm. But then later, Sinestro is talking to the guys, and he's like. And our last transmission from from Abin Sur, mm-hmm. it's Parallax. What could it mean? Yeah, it's Parallax. Well, didn't they? Don't they call it? Don't they call him something else in the opening I monologue? Don't remember that? I mean, no, they, they said they said Parallax. I don't know. Disgorges was the word I was looking for. He disgorges their their soul skeletons from their bodies. He gorges okay. on their dicks. Uh huh. He's just like a, he's a, he's a one man dick sucking factory. So he we <laughs> so when we first see Parallax, when we first see Parallax, um, I was at the supermarket with the four writers of this film, and I said, um, <laughs> "Can mom, <laughs> moms and dads, um, can we buy some?" it's toxic that's good and they said no honey we have it's toxic that's good at home and then i got home and i opened the fucking freezer and it was you're afraid good <laughs> i got fucking I, I, pound I land like bullshit I, I got such steppenwolf vibes from that moment but mm-hmm. like discount oh, steppenwolf mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> Steppenwolf is already discount Steppenwolf. <laughs> yes, I know, but like this is like this is like true value Steppenwolf. I know. This is, like, uh, this is a Steppenwolf you find at grocery outlet that's like Fourth of July themed and it's uh-huh. winter <laughs> of the next year. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're afraid. Um, and then all the God. all the um, Themyscira warriors say "hoo ha," and he says, Hoo-ha. "Oh, never mind. Hoo-ha. You're not afraid." I did like. I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, but when he blasts out of the green prison, uh, and we see his, like, floating alien head attached to a cloud, but you can see that dangling from the back of his head neck is, is like, a space skeleton ghost. Mm-hmm. And it it's very funny just seeing, like, a head screaming and flying through space with a yeah, skeleton, no, like, I, flapping I also, in the wind behind <laughs> I love, I love that Just like married song. on the back of his head. I love that this, that the, that he's screaming, and, like, he, we get, like, a Doppler of him coming, going by, and it's just like, <laughs> It's, like, he's going. Also, it's Clancy Brown. These aliens uh, are so humanoid. We go six humanoid. months later the sector, I, whatever. I was, like, annoyed that they were also yelling like when they were being sucked, they were like, "Ah!" I mean, I was like, "Come on, aliens you know. don't have another fucking vowel that they scream, really?" No. <laughs> when no. your skeleton comes out and he keeps sucking, <laughs> nut, nut, it, nutting is the universal language. Everyone makes the same sound. <laughs> so we go to sector whatever Earth is in, and Abin Sir is here, and he gets a call from Sinestro. He gets an Sinestro unfunny says, phone call. Is what I wrote yeah, because yeah, we had just yeah, discount definitely unfunny phone. Yeah, Fentara is dead, and planet Talok has been destroyed. God, and there's yellow glory all over the place. I can't mm-hmm. believe this. Yep, that goddamn suck. Yeah, he's he's been he's been slurping planets just off an absolute all over the galaxy. Oral monster, like <laughs> yeah. Just- but then Parallax shows up and blows up the ship and tries to eat Abin Sur, but Abin Sur gets a hole blasted in his chest, but then there's, like, this 
bewildering CGI fuckfest sequence <laughs> that I couldn't at all parse yeah, that very, ends with him in an escape pod, and I'm like, cool, fine. Very yeah. difficult to make heads or tails of what the fuck is happening here, because not <laughs> only is, like, Parallax just a big cloud, like, it's an aggressive dust storm that attacks you, uh, but... Like, the ship is made out of triangles. It's like Steppenwolf if he was a <laughs> ship. And so it's mm-hmm. like, it looks like, when he's falling through the ship, it looks like that last scene from, um, from Interstellar, when he, or not the last scene, but the scene from Interstellar where he's going through, like, time space. And it's just, like, reflected everywhere. But it's just, like, the inside of his ship that... <laughs> it oh, just looks hey, like any scene from Michael Bay Transformers. Hey, uh, hey uh, when we're, uh... I'm Abin, sir. When you make this ship for me, uh, my Green Lantern ship, can you make it just as, like, fucked up and hard to look at as possible? <laughs> can you make sure it's super angular That's so that if, like, I, if I ever, like, go through space turbulence, I will definitely hit my head on a sharp corner? Yeah, later when they're going through, like, the alien autopsy, he's like, wow, his eyes are designed in such a way that things that look, like, fucked up and bad to us look great to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a he's an advanced so he, member of the Green Lantern Corps, so he was able to afford the premium greebling on his ship, mm-hmm. so that it looks <laughs> as weird as possible. Yeah, this is where he he ringios uh, Sinestro and says it's Parallax, mm-hmm. and then we go to Ryan Reynolds. Hey, he gets is... blasted out in the escape pod. Yep, just yeah, so that yeah. gets But the escape pod also eats shit on the way out because his ship is being weird. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, and he says, "I'm going to the nearest planet to look for a recruit. I hope it's not Ryan Reynolds." <laughs> and then we go to not Ryan Reynolds. My God! But then, dawning horror as Ryan Reynolds overtakes the woman in bed. <laughs> he puts his, his yeah, head and on then her Sum Forty One starts playing. I gotta say, I thought that his alarm was Sum 41, because Sum 41 starts blasting, and he's like, oh shit, and he jumps out of bed and runs across the room as if to turn off an alarm clock. Uh-huh. No, his he has one of those little rolly alarms that rolls around the room. And or it's like not- one of the like sky dancers that blasts a little thing out of the clock, and you have to go pick it up. <laughs> yeah, and no, but like it's got two wheels on it, and it rolls around, but it's not working. Um that's so sad. It's still That's sitting so on the sad. counter on the, the thing because he forgot to turn the alarm just, on. Just its wheels just kind of spinning. Yeah, yeah. we get our first quirky line of the film as he's running out the door and he turns back to the lady in his bed and goes, Sorry, I gotta go. There's uh, water in the uh, 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 tap. In LA? I don't think so. I thought this was uh, fine. He's driving stupid, really fast but... and like wrapping yeah. something in newspaper and oh, he almost I'm crashes Valen. his car I think twice. the movie's fine. <laughs> Sorry. I'm bringing the apologia it's today. It's fine that you're wrong. No, it's good. It's good. It, it's. Good. I like. I, I. I honestly like. I was watching it, and I was be like, "This is like, this is too all right for this podcast." A little. Yeah. Bit. Well, here's the thing. I have. There, there definitely have. There have definitely been parts where I'm like, "This is. This is fine that a mo- that the movie is doing this." Like toward the end of what we watched this time. Where he's like flying through space and he's like in the green bubble and all that. Like, I was like, if I if I just wash away all the Hal Jordan of it, like I could imagine this being like a cool, exciting scene in a Green Lantern mm-hmm. movie. But then on reflection, it's like, wait, no, wait, I don't like this. No, this sucks. I don't know. I th- I think if I had like, well, I I'm saying this a third of the way into the movie, I might completely change my tune next episode or the episode after but like uh-huh. um still bracing myself for the 
rampant ableism, apparently. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it's common. But so far, if my, like, friends in real life had brought me to this, I wouldn't leave the theater being like, oh, my God, this movie fucking sucked. No, I and I didn't either when I was 15. Um, <laughs> I'm 30, record, Giga. My exact post was, this movie sucks. Not this movie fucking sucks. Yeah, it's true. That's this true. That is a review you have left on other movies. This isn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is by no means the worst movie we've seen. No, this is honestly a fairly passable movie. Um, I would say this is lower mid tier. Like it's a better movie than Catwoman. Yes, uh, it's not as good as Catwoman. Because I think the other, <laughs> I think that's the other thing is that like this movie is so easy to watch. Like my eyes could mm-hmm. just be normal human eyes while i watched this and not what they had Except to do for, for the Catwoman. cgi escape pod sequence i just don't pay attention to that stuff i mean <laughs> i am the test <laughs> well, audience that they have I, to which add is why my note is he escapes his shit yeah yeah i was like oh shit a bunch of exploding stuff uh and then they cut to him in the in the pod and he's fine i was like all right well there you go honestly the I mean, he's not fine there's a hole in his chest yeah but, but he's alive cgi isn't that shitty yeah, I think honest. it's I think funny. so. They, I thought it was really, really I mean, they rough. don't so look much, real. So much of, of this is, like, so much is made of the, oh, the suit is CGI. And, like, maybe it'll look worse on Ryan Reynolds, but, like, on the two also CGI aliens that we've seen wearing the suit, it doesn't look like anything. It doesn't look anything different than the fully CGI, you know, Marvel shit. Yeah. They are wearing a lot of prosthetics, I th- I, which helps. I think the primary thing is that, um, is, is like, that so far it's hard to judge because we haven't seen the CGI when everything else in the scene isn't just CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, all I know is when we saw Parallax in the cave, the face was not good. But that's, I think that's more of a design thing, though. I think that his he's just looks shitty. He looks like I don't a think he's supposed to look like a lively dude. I, that was not my concern. <laughs> <laughs> it was the way it moved. Ah, just looked just looked fucked. That's I funny. don't know. Anyway, Ryan Reynolds uh, almost rear ends someone, and then yeah. To he, well, I mean, fix he's it, he driving, almost front ends someone. Instead. I mean, he's driving <laughs> and putting together a gift for his nephew because he's an uncle he's like aiden pierce he's he is aiden pierce from watch underscore dogs with his iconic sunglasses yeah no he is he that's what he is in this well i guess his nephew hasn't died he's recording an audio log on the way was it his daughter that died i don't remember who cares (laughs) who who fucking cares about watch dogs yeah but anyway uh jesus yeah he's an uncle which is always a weird position for a character, a protagonist character to be in a movie, I feel. Unless why? it's Steppenwolf. I don't know. I don't know why I feel that way. Well, I mean, that's... It was still awkward, but it ruled. Because <laughs> he it's... took his shirt off for his nephew when they called off the funny <laughs> phone. Was that the relationship uh, with Steppenwolf the uncle? I didn't remember this. Yeah, Steppenwolf's the uncle. Darkseed's the nephew. That's why it was weird. Dark side. You did say dark seed. <laughs> I I don't care anymore. They say that all the time. Yeah, they're not gonna make mm. the they're not gonna make the Snyder Justice League two. So like, what whoa, the- whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, not if you talk like if that. My they hashtag won't. campaign has anything to say about it. I mean, to be fair, they're turning that ship around and they're pointing it back towards Zach, which puts the fear of God in me. I There's love no that way. so much. Do happen. it. But they got Henry. Uh, they got it. Henry Cavill back. Please. Oh, God. So. Uh, 
Yeah, we go to Ferris Aviation. Can I just like uh, quickly explain the what is going on in this scene? Yeah, explain yeah. the car shit because yeah, the car shit. What like the the plane shit? Like we didn't really talk about the fact that he's driving with no hands what down like a frontage road while some forty one plays some forty one plays and he's duct taping a child's birthday present together with newspaper. Yeah, he's not putting his he's, hands on the wheel, but his car is going perfectly straight down the highway, so. Seems to be fine. Yeah. But we this go is to just this... how people drive in LA. <laughs> exactly. So we go to this military industrial complex lab and there Yeah, it's uh... Lockheed Martin. Yeah, it's Lockheed Martin and the they're putting on a presentation and they say, We have created these AI uh fully automated um self driving planes and they're great, but they're even better than human pl- human pilots because they don't have human error and anyone who's ever like programmed an ai like chuckles in the background um mm-hmm. and they said to demonstrate how great these drones are we're gonna put them we're gonna pit them against our two best fighter jets like pilots and mm-hmm. one of them is ryan reynolds and the other one is his plantation wife <laughs> Um, Plantation wife, who is lively. the daughter of the president of the company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a, as a quick side note, her character is Carol Ferris, who was actually in Man of Steel, if you remember. I do. Man of Steel. She was uh, Swanwick's like right hand lady, and in the comics, this is Star Sapphire. Oh, mm-hmm. cool! And they do a little wink at the audience where her like pilot call sign is Sapphire, mm-hmm. so that we know. There's no way that she's ever going to be Star Sapphire I mean, they in this de- or any movie. Well, the thing is that they definitely set this one up for a sequel. Uh, oh, boy. That never ever happened. Mm-hmm. We'll see that with the mid-credits scene. I remember it. Um, is it Bullseye oh, waking up? That's interesting. I was, I actually, I usually check for a mid or post-credits scene, but I didn't think there would be one in a 2011 film because I thought that the MCU kind of invented that. No, no, this one has not I, not invented but like really popular. I mean, you do we so- usually don't get them in in the movies from pre-Avengers. Like spoilers, big spoilers for Green Lantern. The man named Sinestro isn't a good person all what? the time. But, I thought he was just left-handed. But he is good throughout this movie. Uh Yes, which I think is a is It is a comics thing. But he but anyway, oh, okay. they're at the lab. So they're anyway. su- they're supposed to yeah they're supposed to fight these drone planes, but they're also supposed to like try their best and fail so that the drones look good. And also like so Ryan Reynolds goes to like the Lockheed Martin R and D labs that don't appear to be at the airport. Maybe they are. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I think they're just um, in the desert. I mean, I mean the area around it looks like LAX, like the the road he was driving down. But anyway. They're not in the desert. They are in L.A. That's like it's shown. He's shown driving down un- next to the freeway in L.A. So well, later they just launch fighters from the middle of L.A. to go to the Mojave Desert. <laughs> that sounds like that would alarm everyone. Well, that's why the news is talking about it when he crashes his F-35 is because he, he dropped it onto LAX. Yeah, basically, like, like or like, yeah, fighter, the fighters who blew out everyone's windows this morning <laughs> went, went out in the Mojave Desert and fucked their plane up. So Carol is pissed that he, he slept in because that's what 10-year-olds do. And they're getting ready Not to- Not true. <laughs> I am 26 and I'm still sleeping in. 
I think that was supposed to be a characterizing line for her, uh-huh. where she's like, I used to sleep in, then I turned 11. Uh-huh. She's, yeah, she's growing set for sure. Yeah, she My is. only note the on this entire female. scene is obnoxious conversation. Mm-hmm. So they get they get suited and booted to to go fly these planes, and we see she's like mad at him that he is gonna try his best. I didn't really understand what. Well, her it's because she no, she's, she's annoyed he's there at all. He doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 acts all cavalier and like comes in late and doesn't put in the work, mm-hmm. but still but he's like is a really good pilot. Yeah, but he's like very confident that he's gonna beat the robot planes, and she's like, "No, you're not. You need to get this stupid idea out of your head or whatever." But mm-hmm. like, isn't this exactly what we want? Is for the best pilots to try their yeah, best and lose? Yeah, but she's like, he, she's she's upset about the meritocratic aspect of it because he doesn't try. He's just a plane genius, and uh, mm-hmm. he comes in and doesn't do as much work and or, or work as hard as anybody. His dad's not even the president. Yeah, his dad's fucking dead. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well uh they fly now so the ground control guy is taika watiti for some fucking reason i yeah. in my notes wrote taika what are you doing here yeah get out of get out this is so I weird think, i th- and he's american th- too is the, is the other thing i don't think he is i think this is a new zealand film and it, i i think the director is from new zealand because i know that we have i mean Timur yeah morrison and Timur Timur TV, morrison but i think there's other new zealand but yeah it's it's just it's it's just like knockoff richard iwadi basically but yeah he is he is i don't like he, knockoff, yeah he's, but just, he, he's yeah. knockoff richard iwadi and he's american um i really don't think he's supposed to be american you don't it sounds like he's using his regular american. voice oh i know okay not I, hear this his is, accent at I actually all. know what this is so the the character this is a comics character uh named pie face who i think cool. is like inuit okay so he's he's supposed to be doing some accent i did see a quote from taika waititi where he seemed kind of regretful about doing this role Aww. yeah did he explain he what says, the accent was he says the production quote had an opening for the role in the film for someone who wasn't i don't know not white or black <laughs> So that's what he had to say about it. So we learn their uh, their call signs are sapphire. Is that call signs? Is that the I thing? believe so. Yeah, sapphire and, and fuck nugget. Sapphire and highball. And uh, this is the exchange that hurt me the hardest of any dialogue in the movie so far. Is it's it's uh, Carol and Hal in their planes, and she says, "Fly safe, highball." And he says, "Um, no." <laughs> Ouch. I feel like you should have your writing license taken away after you put that in a film. Yeah, no, you should, uh, it should be shot. <laughs> well. It's really, they they lay it on thick for this, this scene of the, the cocky, like, fuck the rules guy. So they do some fucking plane maneuver and they're doing regular plane stuff. And he's like, this isn't going to work. We got to regroup. You fly there and I'll fly here. And then something. He does epic misogyny where he's Mm -hmm. like, why don't you get your beautiful ass over there or some shit? (laughs) Yeah, just sit sit here and look real pretty with your beautiful ass. I didn't quite understand what he was doing here because we find out that he's using her as a decoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also had no idea what was happening. To what end, I'm not really sure. Yeah, like he's still like, he does his... 
plane doesn't require her to be a decoy. This is like I mean, yeah, he basically just. I mean, I guess she within the have... confines of the simulation, he just gets her killed for no reason. Yeah, this is why like sports animes and animes about like card games and stuff have so much like internal dial like internal monologues of like uh-huh. oh my god he's placed the blah 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 if he does this then that right we're supposed it- to be cutting to Taika Waititi going Hi-yi. no way by by sacrificing his wingman he was able to yeah but we just don't get that In- so instead we're just watching him get her simulation killed for no clear reason yeah. and then and then Taika says did you just use your wingman as a decoy I'm like, I he, he guess that would have been impressive yeah, I if I knew why, what he was doing at all. But I, I know. it's like he's nagging her because she's into it. Obviously, mm-hmm. she loves it. Yeah, she's uh, like, stop being such so a good yeah, fighter. His plan, his plan is to fly upwards until he's above fifty thousand feet because they're they're like, you can't do that. That's against the rules of engagement for the simulation. And he's like. Yeah, because that's when they start to stall out, and they say, "Yeah, and you," and he's like, "Yes." He's just—he's just ruining this extremely expensive. Like he is just wasting millions and billions of taxpayer dollars on on this bullshit because it's not—it's he's it's no longer a combat simulation. He's, he's. I don't think they have the contract, so it's not taxpayer money yet. Yeah. Okay. If anything, he's saving the taxpayers by by losing the contract. So really, he's being based by by needlessly yeah. spending corporate money. <laughs> I take back everything negative yeah, I no, said about him. Yeah, no, Hal Jordan rules. The um, thing about this is that Praxic, Praxic King. Um. So basically, what happens is he they all start to stall out. Which, by the way, I would say that's maybe a bit of a a, a flaw with the AI that they that are prepared would... to fly high enough that they stop working. Yeah, mm. I would say that it was in no situation is it more important to kill a fighter pilot who is going to stall out in the upper atmosphere than it is to um, not waste several. Uh, billion dollars worth of plane this is this is self-driving ai though this is how yeah, it that's works true. Is that's it's true. like i think i think that there might be a pothole i'm going to flip your car now yeah. mm-hmm. Elons. Yeah. Elons. i'm going to swerve into this stroller crossing the street right because i think that i might have seen a piece of gum on the road that e- I yeah right. e- stuck to elon's really smart car um yeah i mean the thing you know, about this, this... Is, it's driving this plane um, the thing about this, too, is that this is not a useful simulation, even if he's going against the, the rules of engagement to be like, well, a human pilot would think to do this because he only knows that they stall out at 50,000 feet because he's been told to stay under 50,000 feet. So an enemy combatant wouldn't be like, hmm, I'm going to That's break I'm the saying. rules of the simulation game. Like, they... Uh- but. Would I, I mean? I guess I, I. This is where my knowledge just is not sufficient. Is it just? Is it that these stall at fifty thousand feet, or that jets stall at fifty thousand? I mean, his feet? also I does. Know. I don't so. know because his also. But does. they do. They're they are. So if that's the case, then I think. But that he's also that's... like just flying it straight upwards. At which point it should have stalled way earlier. Also, I'd like <laughs> to note they're doing the most dangerous unbelievable shit throughout this entire thing like way before he starts doing his special move they're like like swerving between like rock formations they're Mm -hmm. like hundreds of feet from the ground doing this shit Mm -hmm. now this is pod racing they're yeah it's (laughs) pod racing and so then he just yeah but he flies straight up which 
aircraft aren't designed to do. Mm-hmm. And no. so he should have sold way before 50,000. I've played Flight Simulator badly. So yeah, they they are all plummeting, but because he was leading them, they start plummeting below him. So he has he's behind them and they can't move blah blah blah. So he shoots them down from the sky, quote unquote, simulation not real, but mm-hmm. They he is recognized as the epic winner, but he's like falling yeah, and spinning, and Tyka's on the radio, and he's like, "You gotta eject, Hal!" Well, and the Hal whole time, is looking at a picture of his dad yeah, on the on the thing. You shouldn't have that if that's going to cause that's if that's going to trigger your PTSD. Hal. <laughs> Keep your dad out of the cockpit. Terrible, because uh, like he he has a PTSD episode. Well, he's I mean, if he had out, kept his dad out which of the I gotta say, this would ever happen. I'm not sure. It, it has to be the photo of his dad that triggered him because that's the, this is the opposite of the way his dad died. His dad, like, didn't even get off the ground. He ate shit on the runway and then. I'm so sorry for laughing out loud at his dad exploding in front of him. It's so, it's so funny. funny. It's so why did they make it funny? It, they didn't like have to make it funny. Dad, they made it funny on purpose. And then he explodes. He eats so much shit. The like, exact the here's what the flashback is: Child Hal is with his dad before a test flight of some kind. Mm-hmm. His dad like throws him his leather jacket and is like, "Hold on to this for me, Hal." <laughs> then and he, he's like, "Wow!" Uh, his dad gets in this plane. He like turns on the ignition. And the second he, like, starts to move, the plane explodes. Mm-hmm. He flies into the air, crashes immediately into the control tower, mm-hmm. spins out, and basically lands exactly where he took off from. Mm-hmm. And then he gets out of the cockpit, makes eye contact with Hal, and explodes to death. The rest of it explodes, yeah. Yeah. I would think... I feel like before you put a person in it, you need to make sure that it won't <laughs> do that. Yeah. Yeah. Why did that happen? Sometimes it just happens. Also, somewhere in the middle of this, we get Hal pre, pre-dad pre explosion talking to his dad, and he's like, Dad, do you ever get scared before a fight? Flight, I mean, a flight? <laughs> and his dad says, it's my job not to be, and he'll repeat that later to his nephew. So mm-hmm. he eventually snaps out of it and ejects from the plane. He snaps out I of it way too late, caught- though. Yeah, I, I don't know if you caught this. But he's at, like, minimum eject, eject height, mm-hmm. and only one of the ejector seat, seats work, because he has a co-pilot in the plane. It was, it was actually <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, my God. Oh, that's timely. Ryan, how yeah. could you? That's how she died. Wow. Uh, I wish she had been ejected and still died. <laughs> yeah. The fuck was Wonder Woman's love interest's name? Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. Chris Pine. Tris Crever. Oh, no, the character. Uh, Steve Trevor. Steve, Steve Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, I was gonna say Trevor something. Hal's dad looks like an elderly uh, Steve Trevor. Uh huh. He oh, loves shit. to fly a plane. Oh shit! He loves to fly a plane. <gasps> oh my god, that's him. That's him. Uh, anyway, so I laughed out loud at Hal watching no, his dad die. No, it was so die. funny. Like he just—they <laughs> made it look funny. Blows up so much. They did make it look funny. They didn't need to do that because it's like it's like when he blows up, it's not—it's it, like a wide shot. Like he's in the distance waving to his son, and then just. Fucking, I'm okay. <laughs> it's awful. So Hal ejects and watches his plane fall and explode on top of an elementary school. Like it would be, it would have been more effective if his plane was just like 
upside down or some shit and it was like you didn't see the body but it was clear that like his dad died because the plane was like a crumpled heap right why yeah why did it explode on the ground why did he <laughs> have to getting see out him? of it yeah why did why did he have to start to come why out of the plane because then you're like oh he's gonna be okay <laughs> that would have been fine I mean, it's supposed to make it more shocking but i'm just like why did it like, why didn't it just happen in the sky? I mean, the you know, the the, the, the core of comedy is the unexpected. <laughs> I guess this was supposed to be funny. So Hal is getting chewed out afterwards. The stakeholders have, are watching, the stakeholders of Lockheed Martin are, are watching this demonstration. And then when he crashes the plane, they, no, 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 they it, take off their hat and they throw it on the ground and they stomp on it. Because they're so mad. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize you were No, that's the, yeah. Yeah, that's the, um, yeah. So he get, yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. he gets anyway, chewed that, out by Carol and her dad Carl. Car- yeah, Carl. his name is Carl and his daughter is Carol. And also Bob is here, and we don't find out who Bob is, and it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But uh Bob got laid the fuck off. He laid off so many people because he fucked this, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what I don't get is that first of all, Carl is like, You son of a bitch, you crashed an F thirty five, you broke the rules of engagement, you sacrificed your wingman, and you lost the company, it's contract. Mm-hmm. Which seems weird, because I feel like if I'm one of the Air Force generals, I'm watching this like, damn, the Sabres are so good that their ace pilot had to almost kill himself to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> like, True, yeah. Like, that just seems like, like the that's, DOD's loss. That's what, that's what Hal said. Like, I hate to agree with Hal, but he's like, I was trying to win. That was my, my job. And the guy's like, no, your job was to show what the Sabres could do in actual combat. And in actual combat, no pilot is ever going to destroy his own plane like that. Yeah. And, like, that's true. They like, yeah. Won. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. That's the point. Why Why does this not reflect well on the Sabres? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, this is, this is fucking stupid. Like, if, if losing the contract and also crashing a plane would completely bankrupt the company and mean that a bunch of people had to get laid off... How is that not one of the stipulations for him? Like, try yeah, your best, also, but also like, get us his fucking contract. Like, don't. This test is so fucked because it's not adversarial. Don't fumble this fucking bag for us. Like, if I was working for the DOD, yeah. I'd be like, well, isn't that a conflict of interest? Like, can't we bring our own fighter pilots or some shit? Because how do we know that yours are going to do their best when it's <laughs> yeah. in their best interest to perform poorly? And they yeah. didn't expect that Hal Jordan's just an absolute dip. Yeah. Like, yeah, but like, if if this was a real fight. The Sabres would have won. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's whatever. Because all they need but is yeah, a so, third Sabre that doesn't follow Ryan Reynolds as he flies up directly into the sun. Yeah, and then he goes back down and shoots him on the way right, down. Right, that, that should be the thing, is that he's like, by the way, Taika, you need to program them not to kill themselves. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Carl is like... I'm going to have to lay off half the company, he says, and I'm starting with you. Yeah, fuck you. Hal tries- also, fuck Carl. Take a take a pay cut, you bitch. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Hal tries to, you can't fire me, I quit. But then Carol is like, like you can't quit, I, you're not, you're not You fired. can't quit, yeah, don't fire him. Yeah, she says they're going to do, they're going to have an investigation, which has no bearing on the contract, so I don't know why it matters. Yeah, no, they're going to but- be internally invested- we're going to internally investigate the problems with this workplace culture, and, you know, we are listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. I, I feel like that's not what needs to happen right now. It would me- It would be more, uh, like, meaningful if it was, like, a court-martial or something, but it's just a private company investigating. Yeah, because he's, so. yeah, he's, he's private. Like, it's... This is hilarious, He should have because... been fired for this. Like... This is hilarious, though, because she's, like... We're not laying him off, Dad. It's not going to happen. We're going to investigate blah, blah, blah. 
And then later we find out that he did lay off a ton of people, mm-hmm. but not Hal, but not whose Hal. fault it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I would imagine that Hal, as a trained ace pilot, is probably worth more than half the company's salary. Do we know but... that that he's not laid off? Do we see him go back to work? No, yeah, she she tells him, he, she says that uh, he's, he's, he's like on, he's f- yeah. basically on, on probation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, so then, uh, Carl leaves. This is where, uh, the other executive in the room, Bob, is like, you better watch your fucking back. Uh, and he says, I can't. It's on my back. Uh, so we then once Carol and, and Hal are alone, this is where she gets very emotional and she's like, I care about you. I, what happened? Like, yeah. you could have recovered, but were you traumatized? I'm so, and he's, and then he responds, by like yelling in her face about how she's trying to be a business lady mm-hmm. instead of a pilot. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You can actually be two things. I'm a woman who is going to have He's it all." Like, no. So. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. This is the this is the 2010s. Uh, women on top. Women on fucking yeah. top. Uh, anyway, we see Abin Sir who crashed. He sends out a green ball to find a replacement. For yeah, himself. he sends out some That's green. That. There's a lot of green. You might guess from the movie called Greenland that there might be a lot of green, and you'd be right. Yeah, uh, he's at the, the. He goes to the birthday party. He goes to Jason's birthday party. Everyone is mad at him for almost fucking dying. His brother is like, Jason. "Hey, don't you remember that Jason. Dad died by exploding in a plane? What the fuck, bro?" Yeah, his family is really unhappy with him, as they fucking as they should, should be. be. And by the way, his brother is like. Like, you almost, cra- like, our dad died in a plane explosion, and now you're trying to die in a plane explosion. Yeah. Also, there was the car crash, and before that, it was the motorcycle accident. Do you think this means anything? Like, okay, yeah. but also, like, this man is a danger to the world. Yeah. Yes. Men yeah, will sure. literally get a, get a ring of power and become a guardian of the sector of the galaxy instead of going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Instead of becoming a guardian of himself. Of himself. <laughs> So the reason they're, I mean, we're they're not just telling stories. We're changing lives. <laughs> the the Darman directed this fucking movie. Yes, <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Pilot loses contract for job. You won't believe what happens. This to is him. Honestly, to regret it. This that is putting a lot of things together in my brain. That like this fucking this this part of the movie is just like either a Darman video or an Am I the Asshole post. <laughs> yes man laid off from aviation job tries to get revenge on pilot doesn't live to regret it yeah, no. <laughs> so the um another reason that they're mad at him is because he's totally traumatized his nephew who was also watching like oh let's watch your uncle launch the challenger oops <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, hey, it's Apollo 17, or whatever. So it's his birthday party, and he's up in his room, because he's freaked out. 11? No, 11 is the one that got to space, and, like, they had the, they made the movie about it. Well, anyway. Yeah, this is where he gives his nephew the gift, and it's, like, a spaceship model that his dad gave him. This fucking idiot is like, is it an X-1? No, bitch, it's a starfighter, you little shit. I love how he's, like... Hey, let's hang it up. And, and he mm-hmm. he gets up and he takes down another model spaceship yeah, to think, hang up so, this one. Yes. It's not a spaceship. It's a it's a it's a spy plane. But also, Whatever. do you think he just takes that? Do you think he just takes the Blackbird? 
Yeah, he's like, you don't he need this anymore. He just throws it out the window. He we hear, like, like plates just... shattering and a cat screaming. He was secretly like, oh, man, I always wanted that one. That little bitch doesn't deserve it. You can't even tell the next one from a Starfighter. Let's give him this shitty little acrylic thing, and I'll take this one. Uh, this yeah, he one just, like, bought daddy. it in a... In, like, the airplane gift shop, he's like, yeah, my dad, it's an antique, it's really special to me, I'll get this one out of the way. What if airplanes <laughs> had gift shops? What if when you... Did I say airplane? Yeah, what if when you got off an airplane, you had to, like... I meant airport. Go through a gift shop? Yeah, because exiting an airplane isn't fucking difficult enough. Yeah. I mean, it's not... <laughs> I like that we're getting mad at this idea that doesn't exist. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we're making up a guy to get What's mad What's next? I'm rejecting Giga's proposal of putting a gift... <laughs> you know what, Giga? I, I don't think that's a very good I idea. I should do that. I, no, don't I have that. to agree. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we repeat the line the nephew says were you scared and he says it's my job not to be mm-hmm. okay great on his way back uh, on his way home from the party he gets kidnapped by a big green ball yeah no it's very funny that he's just kind of walking out and then like a big green bubble no clips through the floor and picks him up and so his car I love is still how in his many times house, in huh? this short part of yeah. the movie we witness hal jordan not being able to get into his car <laughs> He's he's really bad at it. I gotta say, every time he's about to get into his car, something happens. Mm-hmm. He gets dragged off by a big bubble, or someone beats his uh, b- beats his, ass his up. Beats his form of peace takes him to space. They beat his up. <laughs> They're beating ass his up. <laughs> Their asses up beat him. Uh, to beat uh, asses up. So. Th- <laughs> So the ball brings him to the seashore where Abin Sir has crash landed. And selling seashells. Abin Sir selling seashells seashells. by the seashore. Mm -hmm. And he's in the ball and he's like, What's happening? Unhand me, you ball! And then he gets dropped. (laughs) Unhand me, fiend, foul being! (laughs) You fiendish ball! Release me, foul ball! Oh, besotted What devilry demon. is this green ghoul? <laughs> that's why he, like, that's why... We forgot to mention that this movie is set in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. That's why when he lands and he sees episode shit, Devil, what have you done to me? And he goes, he's, like, running over to kill him. I demand satisfaction, you vile bubble. <laughs> so, yeah, this so is, this is such a the... better movie. I want to see, like, Green Lantern... But he's like a medieval like moss farmer, and, yes. like an illiterate medieval moss farmer that like gets like he hasn't done up. anything that's heroic. But the ball just knows, like the ring just no, he's knows. He's just done moss heart. farming his whole life. All of his, yeah. his and his father and his grandfather have done. Mm-hmm. I do. You know what? Actually, no. I was gonna call bullshit on this premise because I'm like the the ring really really chose him like. Like, there was no one better, but then I remember this is set in L.A. Yeah, so... <laughs> he was just the nearest fuckboy. Abin Sir should have... He he clicked within 10 miles. He should have clicked within 25 miles. Mm-hmm. Like, he would have gotten a 5,000 times like, better person. Yeah. I wonder, like, what this... Is this... Does it find a certain individual? Like, what's its criteria? Because, like, what if it, like, zooped up and, like, went to a hospital and, like, kidnapped, like, a newborn baby? <laughs> <laughs> right like this or this like, kid's gonna be perfect oh my gosh the, i want to see the baby green lantern <laughs> or like um or like there it, was a justice league unlimited episode about that kind a of a green like baby bjorn a, just like yeah. a, a ball of light that's just oh like baby yoda but it's a human baby in a little green bubble yeah. 
Yeah, instead of having his his like green green hard light construct become like a big fist or like <laughs> it a, becomes like, like something hammer. unimaginable. Like <laughs> you know, I was just gonna say, it's a rattle. <laughs> it's like it, it's his mom. <laughs> it's, it's just a huge boob. <laughs> like the baby's hungry, it's, and it attacks by like squirting green milk. We see we see that that uh, when Hal gives the oath, it's just like psychically beamed into his head, and he says it like he's always known it. We just see the baby who's like <laughs> in brightest day and blackest night, <laughs> eyes glowing green, or like a dog, like what? So in brightest like, day in blackest so night. So obviously, like it, it, it it's anthropocentric in the way that it chooses like things because it only chooses like. Uh, human-like species, clearly. There's a Red Lantern uh, comic where the recipient is a cat, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's the, yeah, it's the, the, the red guy and the cat. They're in Injustice. I've said okay. all I know uh, about the, that the situation. So the ball brings him... <laughs> Moving on. ...to Abensur, who is dying in his little space bubble escape pod, and this is the moment I think we're supposed to be like, this is what the ball saw in him. Because he, like, he gets dropped. <laughs> I think that's in the screenplay. There's a note. This is where the audience will say, this is what the ball saw in no, him. No, 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 no. That would be in the screenplay. Like, the way screenplays are written is, like... He this he yeah he, he is lowered the 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 red oh he would literally say this is what the ball this, this is what the ball saw in him yeah. because as soon as he's meant for his alien satanic request as <laughs> as soon as the ball lets him down he sees Abensur in the the cockpit well it's it's not like the cockpit because the escape <laughs> pod is really one funny thing if he thought Abensur was Satan <laughs> right he's Fucking like punk ass shit the devil stole my lantern. But he he sees this guy in... in... The devil gave me a lantern. <laughs> what could this mean? This is probably good. I should probably wear this devil lantern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take the oath. Okay. <laughs> he goes up to the the crashed pod and he sees this purple guy in it and he goes, <gasps> Grimace? <laughs> yeah, he's like fucking like, he takes the, he's like taking, um, uh, Zazas, Nastanada, Zazas. So the thing that the ball saw in him is that he sees Abansur in distress and immediately, like, runs across the the rocky coast, jumps in the water to swim out to him. So it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. his true, first true, instinct, true. is he sees somebody in pain, suffering, and he, he helps him. He drags him out of the escape pod, which is like, I don't know that that's super advised for somebody who's, like, injured, is to take them out of the situation they're in, but... I mean, we don't know where his spine is. He's an alien. It's he, true, it's not, true. He doesn't even have a spine. Ryan, uh, Hal does not do CPR on this alien, because, oh, because we the don't alien know where can talk. Heart is, um, so. and also, we don't know. Where he starts heart is. doing chest compressions, and Abbott is like, "Please, you're smashing my brain." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, not right now. That's not the time for this. I'm very flattered." But- <laughs> right, right. Ow, my nuts! <laughs> I can't breathe. I don't you want have to, to breathe my with dick. you, human. <laughs> Like what? This alien anatomy is so weird. And then he's like, "No, please stop jacking off my chest, dick." It's normal. <laughs> you're a very beautiful woman, but I- if you're going to do compressions, compress my chest, you idiot! Gesturing toward where his penis would be if he was a human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it, it. He just has a penis there, but it's it's his heart. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> my left and right ventricles. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't shaved them recently. <laughs> Oh my god. And the aorta in the middle. 
<laughs> you must stroke it. You've got to stroke it until a little bit of blood comes oh, out. It's really uh, <clears throat> veiny, huh? Well, yeah, it's my aorta. What do you? <laughs> it's where my blood goes. Why are you being weird uh, about this? I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, man. The ball chose this guy. <laughs> come on, what man. What the Help fuck did the out. ball see in him? <laughs> I really need this, man. <laughs> also, it's come on. I'm dying. I can pay you. I'm dying here. I really need this. Come on, just. Please let me have this. Please. I have a stereo in my escape pod. You can take it. You can control my shit. I don't want to just come on. So as he's dying and Hal is like, hang on, bud, we'll take you to a hospital that has purple blood. And Abin is like, no, I'm definitely going to croak. Um, you got to take the ring, do the oath, and um, goodbye and dies. Take the lantern also. Oh, take and take the lantern. lantern. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Take the take the ring, put it in the lantern, and say, say the oath. Say, Bazinga. <laughs> so he, he calls Taika, mm -hmm. uh, who comes to pick him up. Uh, I, he explains that there was an alien. Yeah, I really thought that they were going to do the, like, the thing where, like, a person in your life just randomly happens to know a ton about the weird alien thing that just happened to you. Like, no. I really, for some reason, like, when he was like, oh, I have to, like, do the oath, there's this, like, green lantern in this guy's, um, ship. I really was expecting Tyka's character to be, like, a green lantern? Like, the comics? <laughs> I, You've never heard I the green say, lantern I, oath? It's iconic. I appreciate the audacity of the solution to him not knowing the oath. Uh, it's inelegant, but it works. Yeah. Well, it's it's that the lantern just like beams yeah, it, it into hypnotizes his brain. him. Mm -hmm. I also well, I guess it's we don't know if he's hypnotized into no, saying it. No, I think it, he's. Or... I think he, but he, he sounds hypnotized. I think that it sends it to but, his brain, so he. But knows he what does it intend is. to say the oath anyway. Yeah, yeah that's is true, my point. That's true. So he says we don't know that it's like forcing him to say it. It's just enabling him to say it. Right. Right. Um, this is here for you if you choose to take it. Um, this part, I this was, like, there's a lot of, like, snarky dialogue that's fucking annoying. And, like, yes, mm -hmm. we get it. Hal is, like, a smarmy, blah, whatever. Like, he's a Ryan Reynolds character. We get it. But um, I did think it was funny when he was, like, this alien died. Before he died, he gave me this ring. And Taika Waititi goes, he proposed? Proposed? I like that, too. It was funny. It was just, like, because then they're, and then he's just, like, we have to get out of here. Like, they move on. Which I think, he like, told you to touch his staff. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I the it didn't it didn't do it for me, but it was it was the most I have appreciated the comedy. Yeah, I smiled so a little far. bit. It was yeah, it uh, was artfully like not overdone because like yeah, like they didn't it, play the funny music in underneath a movie it. That I was vibing with. I probably would have laughed mm -hmm. at that line. So they're driving uh, away. So yeah, the helicopters show up and they drive off. Uh, I don't know if this is going to matter, but he did bury Abin Sir in a little rock pile before he left. Oh, he did? Which means that they... Yes. Oh. We do see the little grave yeah. that he made for him. I was thinking so, the opposite. Okay. So we... They they hinted at the fact that whoever finds the, the alien, which is going to be the government, obviously... Mm -hmm is going to know that somebody else has already found it. Okay. Cuz I we haven't we haven't learned anything else about that and whether it matters yet, but they imply that that's going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. I fully interpreted that line backwards because I didn't see the r little rock pile 
Brabant Sir, may he rest mm. in rocks. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought when Taika was saying, uh, they didn't see you, he, he must have said they, he, they didn't see you, but aliens don't bury themselves. Yeah, I thought he like, said yeah. they didn't see you and aliens don't, dead aliens don't bury themselves. They, they didn't see you, but this might be a species that buries yeah, itself. Might, <laughs> right. Yeah, they might be like multiple. Your tracks might be covered. It might be fine. Or like one of those little rain frogs that uses its ass as a shovel. <laughs> That's yeah, Rain I frogs? Like oh my god. I'll, I'll show you rain frog videos after this. Yay. Uh, Hal, by the way, is driving Tyka's car. Yes, I don't know why. That is so weird. I don't happening. understand why they did that. I think they were in a rush, and like, I, I mean, uh, when you're running away from like helicopters, I think that whoever just happens to be on the right side just goes. You know what? Also, I disagree. There. When I am getting into my car, my instinct is to get into the driver's seat. But if no, you're there I'm to saying... pick up a combat pilot, and somebody has yeah. to navigate out of a sticky situation quickly, are you going to lend it to the test pilot? Perhaps. Well, you know, <laughs> the one who's constantly crashing things. Yeah. Am I going yeah. to get fucking flashbanged in, in the car? Who knows? Yeah. They do. So anyway, they, they drive off and on on the way away, they accidentally like make the lantern light up by touching the ring to it or something. We get a, a scene here of Sinestro like talking to the big brain guys on the pillars mm-hmm. and saying... Uh, Abinsur is dead. There's two worlds now that have been eliminated, and there's mm-hmm. traces of yellow fear glorp all over them. So the, he, they use the yellow uh, light of fear. Yeah. And oh, and to be a Green Lantern uh, Corps person, you have to have no fear. Uh huh. So that would explain why Hal is. Well. Did I miss that? Did they say that? Yeah, there's something wrong with his brain. Yeah, they said. Because they said <laughs> something about having no fear, and I was like, so Daredevil is going to be a Green Lantern guy? He's got, like, a tumor on his <laughs> amygdala that's causing him to have not be able to feel fear, and it's going to be a, a very bad time. I would say that PTSD was... is very similar to fear in many ways, Yeah, though. he does feel fear, I'm going to say. he. Maybe the ball just can just see that he acts fearless. I don't know, whatever. Like, fear is just what we call a certain emotion. It's not like a... There's not, like, a, a chemically defined fear. The fear toxin uh-huh. is being released, yeah. So, <laughs> the enemy... Yeah, so... Parallax uses the um, yellow light of fear, as opposed to the Green Lantern Corps, which used the green light of hoo-ha, of having no fear. Of hoo-ha. Willpower. Like the Wonder Woman people. Willpower. Um, Willpower. Uh, Sinestro says, all right, let me assemble a Suicide Squad. Dude, would make such a good Green Lantern. Okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Who would make a good Green Lantern? I think he should have been. Why? Which one? Who? Squirt Guy. Why? I don't know. He seems like he he's got the best interests of the human race in the, at heart. He loves his, <laughs> no. He just wants to fish shells and fish her. He loves he loves his big cock though. He loves his. He'd big give everyone on Earth the be best Ogami of their life. They would be like, Every "Oh, day. there's a there's a lady who's in distress," and he'd be like, "Wow, I'm getting honey just thinking about it." Just thinking yeah. about in it. Brightest okay, day, yeah, that's in true. Blackest night, that's true. No Owega Miam. <laughs> escape my sight. <laughs> he's. You got it. I'm sorry to anybody who what, what made you think of Squirt Guy it's here? A great I don't know. I don't know. Just thinking about Just, him. Uh, yeah, smile. sometimes he sneaks into my brain. He's like, hey. <laughs> oh, God. You need to get that checked out. <laughs> I mean, I got, I, you need to plug that shit up. I got shells in there, so. I mean. <laughs> naturally gravitates. This guy will make you think so, of him from all the way across the room. So. Yeah. 
Sinestro says, let me get my goodest guys on the, the task and I will show you that we're going to be the best and we're going to defeat this parallax guy. And I say, oh, yeah, I need to go to Ikea and pick up another parallax for my room. Um, do you think that, <laughs> do you think that, like... This was, I don't know what this was about. It seemed like they were suggesting that the Guardians of the Universe who created the Green Lanterns, like, don't like them anymore or something? Yeah. Don't like what? That, that's ba- Like, they don't say that, but Sinestro is like, oh, I see. You don't want us to go looking for Parallax because you don't think that the Green Lanterns can... Can defeat it. it. So, defeat like, him, yeah. I don't know what he thinks that they're just gonna be like, no, let's not have the Green Lanterns fight him. Let's just let him kill everybody. Well, <laughs> I think it's Guardians. kind of a, like a governmental body type thing. Like, they're like, we are assembling a committee to look at this. <laughs> we are looking very deeply we, we into are, we, are, yeah. we are hiring private contractors now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I feel like we've got, <laughs> yeah, got the market. We have the a contract with Ferris Aviation. They have these cyber planes. I don't know if you've heard. Anyway, <laughs> I, the the ancient guardians are so small mm-hmm. and their robes are so long. Mm-hmm. I imagine just kind of when they're sitting on their throne, the weight of the fabric would just kind of pull them off. So <laughs> you I, know what? They must be constantly using their celestial powers to, <laughs> to keep themselves from just being tugged off into the immense void beneath them well parallax is gonna tug them off real good <laughs> oh yeah no, that's that's the danger no um how did they get into those chairs <laughs> i think <laughs> the green float. lanterns gave them upsies <laughs> yeah they they, 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 they put they, their you don't see it but there's a large ladder on the back they stuck their thumb in their mouth and they blew their head up really big to be a big bubble <laughs> like a balloon to <laughs> Float up. Oh my god, Glorbo, you forgot your head bubble again. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Well, lucky they, I brought an extra. They reluctantly give Sinestro permission to assemble a Green Lantern task force squad. Like, sector. like, what if the Jedi off. Council was all Yoda? <laughs> yep. Now there's an idea. That's what they are, basically. It just sounds like. Donkey Kong? Yeah, I was just say, it just sounds like Grantilda. Uh. <laughs> So then we go uh, we to... go to Peter Sarsgaard being Schlorpy. Mm-hmm. He's eating some cold, wet noodles with some Putting shit some on Tabasco it. on them, playing oh. online chess, and generally living in an honestly not that messy apartment. Yeah, the pasta looked gross. The pasta did look gross. It but sounded other than gross. That, because I mean, of that's the just folding. kind of like like that's that's me. I'm not saying going to say that I'm not. I don't. I'm not a big time loser who sucks, but. <laughs> uh, like that's me. Like that's me when I don't think anyone's watching. When I don't think a camera. Like I'm sure Ronald Reynolds does that shit too. He's not cool all the time, right? Like we've all eaten cold pasta while playing online some game that we're good at or not. And the guy, like he's supposed to be like I don't know. They're trying to portray him as unattractive, but he's not. I think this is. We got to be careful. This podcast is hurtling towards foul bachelor frog. He's not like <laughs> he, he's just has a receding hairline. Like mm-hmm. that's he's a very attractive man. I mean, it's Hollywood. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, this girl's an uggo because like she has glasses. This guy. Am I right? Anyway, Sorry, he's, he's Dr. Hector Hammond. He seems like a nice man he here. Seems, he seems fine. Yeah. They don't really lean into the, like, he's a conspiracy theorist who's... They just kind of have him be, like, a kind of lonely-looking scientist guy. And he gets picked up by some men in black. And... 
this is what I don't put a bag get, on his though, head. is because I mentioned later we're going to get the scene with Amanda Waller. Oh I, I say later. It's it's, it's next. coming up, like, right after this. But she she's like, we want you to do an autopsy on the first alien life form ever found on Earth. Mm-hmm. And he says, why me? And she says, because you're a xenobiologist. I don't understand why we didn't establish that when we were seeing his home. Yeah, like he couldn't have some diagrams. It seems weird that he, that he would ask why me, and she's like, "Well, because of what you, what you do." And he's like, "Oh, I because the, of my thing." The point of this, this, <laughs> like, why isn't he like writing in like a blog post about alien autonomy? Not autonomy, uh, anatomy. Yeah, <laughs> like, how, like, how, what qualifies you as a biologist when she says the aliens have not visited? the earth before well like what xeno is there to biologize (laughs) right (laughs) the other thing why couldn't we have someone who already works for the government secretly well that's the thing like the point of this line is not is not just to explain that he's a xenobiologist but also she goes um you're a perfect fit for this because you're a xenobiologist and also some other stuff i can't tell you so like oh they're gonna kill this guy after he's done investigating the alien cool Maybe, but like, aren't there already like like secret government scientists? Maybe, is it is like, it like who put the fucker well, we, in the tube? We can't we can't have any of our own scientists do it because the problem is that they're not xenobiologists. They actually deal with like life forms that are on Earth, <laughs> and the reason that they did that is because they don't believe in aliens. Clearly, like that's that's why every doctor is a doctor and not an alien doctor. Clearly, because like they make the choice not to be an alien doctor. Clearly, like they know something's going on because they have that big spinny thing behind Abin Sir, and he, they put him in his fucking glass tube. Like, what the, what are you yeah, doing that for? If you don't know, like, what the Stargate fuck's up with this portal guy? In the background, I don't know. Very weird. Anyway, yeah. So he gets like kidnapped by the men in black and they take him to Amanda Waller. Amanda who is Waller! Played by what? Angela, Angela Bassett? Bassett, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag not my Amanda Waller. <laughs> she's good. No, she's good. Yeah, you can tell um, that this is the Amanda Waller that will go on to be in the Suicide Squad and not in Suicide Squad because she doesn't immediately <laughs> fuck up as soon as she welcomes him into the lab. Yeah, what if she, Amanda Waller was competent? Like, if, she shoves- if this was Suicide Squad Amanda Waller, they would bring he would bring him into that lab and then the alien would like <gasps> wake up and like break the tube open and fucking kill everyone and run out. <laughs> yeah, they they shove they shove uh, Hector Hammond into the uh into like the set for the Cerebro hallway in the X-Men movies. It's that's what this is. I don't I haven't seen them. I'm All sorry. right. Never mind. I'm going to just leave. No. no, you'll eventually no. say something interesting. <laughs> no, going home. I'm just kidding. No, I was pretending to be mean, but it felt bad, and I take it back. Crawl into a little hole. No, just for me, never come out. So Hal takes the ring and the lantern home to his gigantic apartment. Uh-huh. I mean, he, eat how much do out. test pilots get paid? Probably a lot of money. Because this is movie universe, right? Where like a, a museum curator or a, a Graphic designer can afford a huge house, so somebody yeah, who's no, canonically I mean, paid like, a lot of money like, would have never a been like a French problem. It wasn't a French problem in like this movie or in Catwoman. They both had very high paying jobs that could definitely afford a large loft apartment mm. in a major city. Yeah, we're just jealous because we're we don't have that. Oh well, I mean, the reason that I was so fixated on Catwoman's apartment was because it looked like Madison's apartment from Heavy Rain. Yeah, this also looks like Madison's apartment for Heavy Rain. Everyone lives in a fucking <laughs> loft. Um, 
yeah, so he puts on the ring and he's like he's doing like comedy uh like mm-hmm. guessing at the oath. He's like I pledge allegiance to the lantern. What if to infinity and beyond? No, no, like and, and then like George Washington's head comes out and he says, "Hello, Hal Jordan. I'm George, Wa- the ghost of George Washington. Thank you for first... pledging allegiance to me. Thank you for pledging allegiance to me. I was the first Green Lantern of Sector Fifty Two. Ah. George Washington. I love to own slaves. Wow, it's the movie good, awkwardly actually. cuts and just moves. The, yes, the the Guardians of the Galaxy actually approve of slavery. Just to get this on the record, the other two funny references are: he says, "I solemnly swear that I am a lantern" or something like that, and then uh, by the power of Grayskull. So there, there's all those references. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is solemnly swear a Harry Potter reference? Yeah. Okay. Can't get away from it. No. Uh, so he accidentally, like, taps the ring against it when he's yelling and flipping out about not knowing the oath, and then it starts glowing, and he recites the oath like he, and he knows gets, it by he heart. he gets Aquaman eyes. No, Me he wild. gets Electra eyes. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, it no, is they're slime not time. As, like, they're not as slime green as Electra's eyes. They're a little paler. Yeah, they are. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're glowing green. They're not. That's why I neon. say Aquaman yeah. eyes. He has, like, very pale green eyes. Meanwhile, uh, Dr. Hammond is doing the autopsy on Abin Sur. This is what we call doubling in the language of film. I thought this was really funny. He says something about Hal mentions like, blah, 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 a ring I got from a dying purple alien. And it immediately cuts to um, Dr. Hammond being like, the skin is magenta. <laughs> See, it's because they're I was both like, examining things. Alien things at the same time. It's doubling. They're doing the same thing. Ah. I just liked I it because say, though, when he he's, he he's said purple. purple, but I had written him as red in my notes. So when he's he said purple. he's magenta, I was like, okay, thank you. And Hector looks in the camera and says, "Purple." I know that Hector Hammond is a xenobiologist, which means that he's unemployed and that he's never done this before. Mm-hmm. But. He just is like digging through the corpse, well, very describing strange. Yes. it. Yes, yes. He's he like, I probably wouldn't put my in hands it. into he's it. He's like, wow, it looks like, like you he's know made what's of in muscle. there yet. Cool. Yep. Also, and then he gets, and then he gets chomped by some yellow glorp, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's a little fart. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. There's a little fart oh, well. baby inside of him. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out Abensor, zero percent body fat apparently, because yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean, he's the all xenobiologist. Muscle. Yeah, xenobiologist is like his skin is very thin, like so thin that you can see every muscle and muscle fiber underneath it. It's like, damn. That's actually a surgery that he got to show off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most he of got, his people in, aren't like he that. Got in, yeah, he got, they think he's weird, and they, he got the entirety of his skin replaced with grape skin. Abin, did you get skin they did surgery? surgery? <laughs> they did a, he, a grape surgery on an alien. That's why they did surgery on a grape to remove <laughs> the skin so they could yes. put it on Abin's hair. This, yes. this like egg roll wrapped motherfucker. It was a, uh, it was a wrapped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so Hector like gives Amanda Waller his notes, and she she seems very bored. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so, because it's just describing him. Like it's just anyone can look. Yeah, he's purple. Uh, mm-hmm. The the inside of his body is full of organs. I guess it would cool. have been too graphic to like show him doing the autopsy. Why on him? But. That was what I was thinking. Yeah, the the do. yeah the spatchcocking the motherfucker. Uh, huh? His dick spatchcocking the motherfucker. Spatchcocking the motherfucker. What is that? 
meat. It's Did you a, make that up? It's when you cut them open real good. Yeah, it's when you cut it open. It's a, it's a way of cutting a chicken in preparation for cooking it. Oh. Anyway, the... Um, yeah, yeah, so says Dr. HH is like, this is so cool. He's, 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 he's uncircumcised. <laughs> he's like, this is so amazing. He's like humanoid. And his penis was the exact same length as mine, which is wild. Yeah. Um, no. Isn't that cool? I, I took it out and measured it, and it's like the same. Alien is uncircumcised for now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda's like, like, you see uh-huh, him like yeah, stuffing great. something into this. You see him stuffing something <laughs> into this. He's like, here, we, l- allow me to take some reference photos of the genitals. He grabs a can of shaving cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for comparison. So this to me read like he was like, I'm so excited for all the future research I'm going to do on this thing. And Amanda Waller's like, uh-huh. Yeah, you're, I'm, we're going to kill you so soon. So, so soon uh, after this. Yeah, that's. So Carol knocks on Hal's door, and he's like, well, I can't invite her in when there's a giant glowing lantern on the table. So he's like, you want to go to a bar? So they do. You know, Uh, you can't have the daughter of the company you work for thinking that you smoke weed. (laughs) I mean, it does not look like a weed smoke. I mean, like, that that would be my, that would be my first guess if I saw that. I'm calling the Green Lanterns. (laughs) If I saw that on someone's. The coffee table. I was like, "Is that some sort of weird bong?" Uh-huh. Well, I would just be like, "Man, you're a big fan of the Green Lanterns, huh?" No, I don't know what those are because I'm living in the wor- world where there are Green Lanterns. Oh, uh, so they go to this bar where there's a picture of his dad on the wall for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the dead again, bar. They talk. Not what I would do. And he and he's like, "You know, Carol, we haven't been to this bar together since that night. You know, the night that." It was the first time we ever flew. You know. Together. Did they did did she give him blowy in a plane? You know. And she says, "Well, you know, you since then you it's you seem like you've been flying with anyone who will get in your plane." Does that mean his butt? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he has a very flat butt. It, it's like a plane. It's <laughs> such a great detail to to go along with my big problem with Hal Jordan being not that he's a dick. But that he's a dick and nobody seems to really actually think it matters. She's over when, it. They're, yeah. That when like, well, they're, you're a when big they're talking at the bar. We can't be together. He's like, we haven't been here together since that night. And she's like, oh, yeah, the night that you forgot my birthday. And he's like, yes. Also, it was the same night that we fucked. <laughs> so the... He forgot her birthday, and she was really upset to the point that she remembers it all these years later. But also, she fucked him that night. She loves that he's such a such an asshole. He's such right. a fucking yeah. Like, why do uh, why do girls only like guys <laughs> who shit? Uh, he is the bad boys that women love. Why do guys only want bitchy bimbos who walk all over them by darkest oh, no. night? <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah the some song starts playing and he's like wanna dance and she's like no and then he starts singing ubi doobie and she's like uh-uh and he's like come on the subtitles here are ubi doobieing way too early for like the audibility of the song and it's oh yeah i couldn't even hear the song until halfway like the subtitles are just like uba doobie they're like the fucking baby Mm -hmm. is this a real song they're like the nursery robot from star wars episode three is that can we get that one anybody get that one that goes uba or whatever 
I've only seen it once. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sure there's a listener who loved that reference. I'm I I'm giving up. I gotta no, say no, no. also Literally on numerous occasions, on numerous occasions, people have tweeted at us to say that they enjoyed your references. Okay, okay, okay. but it's like it kind of halts the, the momentum of the podcast. I know, like, and I'm sorry. Watch more. Never meetings. stops. But the me. listeners are currently standing and applauding. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Watch more media. Booby dooby. I don't know. Is it just me? I would. I'm not compelled by blake lively's performance no i don't think she does a very good job but also like how are you supposed to play this character she's like Mm -hmm. she's the ultimate like talented woman scolding the asshole guy she's right she's like it's hard to why does she there is i can't conceive of any reason why anyone would want to fuck this man right this is the problem is that it's hard to understand her acting when the character is just responding incorrectly to the stimuli she's receiving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like if there's a character in a movie who someone like like hands them a cupcake and the character's like, "Ooh, thank you," and like puts it in their ear. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, what are you? You'd be like, to "Well, do? now hold on, something's not right here." <laughs> right. Like, I, I'm very hesitant to lay this at the feet of Blake. For uh, mm. yeah, this character is. Very, I mean, Ryan Reynolds the... was compelled enough that he married her about it. Yeah, you know, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> on a plantation. Oh. On a plantation. There is some really... Married, don't do it on a plantation. This scene is really... Hot, hot tip. I did not enjoy the writing of it at all. No, it was he bad. asks This is weird. You... weird. He asks, do you think I'm irresponsible? And she just laughs. Like, this movie had four writers and none of them have ever talked to a woman. <laughs> funny how often that comes up on on the movies we watch yeah it's almost like yeah, I, writers are again, like weird, little weirdos who <laughs> don't know how society works although like the director and one of the writers at least of this movie like the people who worked on this movie have like made things that people like like what so the director uh directed goldeneye and casino royale okay Royale's all he right. won a bafta for directing edge of darkness Okay. Greg Berlanti uh, is known for his work on a bunch of shit. Uh, Riverdale, Everwood, various shit that I've never watched. Uh, I mean, it is kind of hard to to fault. The, well, we still should and can. Oh, he directed but... Love, Simon. Okay. It's... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff moving in this movie. Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, there's a lot of moving. It's hard to fault this movie the... that I just feel like are just like skipping and clicking and hitting me in the nuts oh god michael goldenberg uh is best known for writing the screenplay of harry potter and the order of the phoenix Ooh, not a great one i mean that's probably why they put the harry potter reference in it huh mm-hmm. was that was that yeah it was before this yeah definitely it's hard Sorry. to fault the the writers for the way this scene is like these scenes are written though because it's kind of like faulting them for um, the fact that like Hal Jordan's superpowers are unrealistic. Like they set out to write the asshole guy who's good at his job and nobody can resist him trope, and yeah, it feels they're, doing, like they're nailing it. This movie it just sucks. Like, it's just a trope that sucks. <laughs> this movie feels like a bunch of talented people trying to salvage something inherently flawed, but I don't mm-hmm. know where that that thing came from. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like, it, just something about this movie is is just not not working but it feels like there's a lot of parts here where i don't know how it ended up 
like being as bad as it is. Yeah. And you know, again, I don't think it's the worst movie we've watched. But like, I just don't know. In a lot of ways, it it's up, pretty competent. Yeah, I don't know how it ended up in the, that's in it, that makes it all the more baffling that it kind of ended up in this weird shape that it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, again, speaking of uh, Blake Lively inexplicably being so into oh my what an god, asshole this he is, sucks. When he's when he's ooby doobying her and she's like, I don't want to dance with you. We're not going to dance. I'm not dancing. Ooby dooby ooby dooby. And then it just cuts to them fucking slow dancing together. And mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, Hal, you are a really cool penis. <laughs> Thanks. You know, speaking of cool penises, I saw one earlier today. That's great, Hal. I brought an alien back to life, but he died. Wow. Uh. So yeah, she tells him like that she's been so worried about him all day. Uh, the investigation showed that there was nothing wrong with the plane, so why did he why didn't he recover before he had to eject? Is it I because just of don't your dad get drama? It. And he says And then he leaves. Bye. Yeah, this is I mean, this is two thousand eleven. We didn't understand what PTSD was at the time. Well, There's something very important about this this moment though, because in this conversation, Carol explicitly says that it is the same day of the flight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In the next scene, he leaves to get in his car because he doesn't want to talk about his dad trauma. And as he's unlocking his car, three guys start beating him up mm-hmm. real bad. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we see one of them. We're like, wait, doesn't that guy looks familiar? And he says, I told you to watch your back, Jordan. We got laid off because of you. Mm-hmm. I think they're and entitled to this. I think they're entitled to this. Okay, but... But that means they were laid but, off the same day that they didn't get the contract. They were laid off today. Uh-huh. He's wearing, like, grimy workman's clothes. He's wearing his his lazy clothes. Yeah, this is what, what he wears when he, like, he has one job at the airplane factory and one job at the grime factory. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> dirty. As, as if they, like, they, he got laid off and he, he gets home and they're, like, repossessing yeah. his house already. And then they, like, throw a bucket of mud in his face. This immediate severance, yeah. Like, like no, no, no money, no, no package or anything, just... Mm-mm. He is immediately thrust into poverty. His wife leaves him that same day. They literally kick him out of the building by kicking him in the butt so he falls on his face. And they Turn in your badge him. and gun and suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turn in your plane and badge. <laughs> So yeah, they're like kicking his ass. Also, I call me call me a socialist. Okay, uh, socialist. But I don't think that the layoffs would start from the executives down. I don't know what Bob Joe. Is we don't know what level he's doing. at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he was important enough that he was in the meeting with Hal, Carol, and Carl. I mean, it's it was just the four of them. It's half the workforce. I someone needs to, someone I, needs to, like, they can't just, it can't just be executives at Plane Company. I think he is, like, part of the project, so that's why he's involved. Like, maybe he's not in all of the meetings that Carl is in, but he's in the meetings about this specific thing. Kind well, of the thing. good news is it's not going to matter five seconds from now mm-hmm. when Hal accidentally kills him. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So Hal gets the shit kicked out of him, and he falls on a dumpster, and... He reaches in and grabs some detritus from inside the whatever, or maybe it's a truck he lands on or something. It's a box of jetsam. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's, he grabs it's, some. It's you know you said detritus. It's detritus. Yeah. And he's like, haha, I've got an ace up my sleeve. And he throws the detritus at these guys. And oops, a big f- green light fist comes out. Um, and one of them gets punches them dead through a brick wall. A very I mean, goofy clear, looking breakable a, brick wall. One of the most movie looking brick walls I've seen <laughs> in my life. It is not even There's remotely similar to the brick strata around it. No. It's two very red. clean, jagged cuts of where the bricks break when he hits them that don't seem related to yeah, where he's he lucky actually that that was a prop landed. wall or he would be fucked. Mm-hmm. 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 They're at the bar next to the prop department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also, Hal didn't throw anything. He, he motioned like he yeah. was going to throw it at them, but he nothing comes out of his hand. Well, no, besides a bunch stuff, of green fart. Well, stuff comes out. Yeah. Did it? Yeah, there's like ch- I think there's like change like in the <laughs> in the big fist. It's a, yeah, oh, it's a giant he's, he's fist holding then. a roll of quarters, so it just breaks all <laughs> pieces. Uh, exactly. The But then a big bubble grabs him and he goes flying into outer space. Well, <laughs> not a big bubble. It's more like a swarm of bees starts attacking him. And mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's he's acting like he's being like electrocuted. Or like yes. I think he's acting like he's being attacked by a swarm of bees. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's like ow, ooh, ah, ooh, ow, ow. He's acting like he was told just do whatever and we'll animate it around you. <laughs> mhm. And then meanwhile, yeah, so we we do I don't know if you, uh this is actually something I know is that this is called a double. This is called doubling. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Right, that's what I said. So meanwhile... Uh, We're cutting between him flying up into space and Hector, who is tossing tossing and turning turning in his bed. And screaming and crying and sweating. He's he's sweaty as shit. Mm -hmm. He gets up and he looks in the mirror and, uh uh-oh, he's a vampire who has just eaten an animal from Twilight. Yeah, unfortunately, he is Mormon out. His eyes are gold. He's 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 got he got yellow yep, eyes. He's Michael he's Morbius, Glorp. the living Whoopsie. vampire. Michael Glorbius, the living vampire. Uh, meanwhile, Hal goes into outer space. He holds up his ring and flies through some kind of portal, and it ends for now with him landing on the planet. Oh, no, it doesn't. It ends with the uh, the screen fading to white. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I watched a little bit ahead. Spoilers. Oops, spoilers. Next week, it yeah, starts with I him mean, landing you think on that fading to white, he's dead, right? <laughs> he died. No, he's hurtling through space. No, he, he I mean, you can't breathe there. <laughs> oh, the God, ring, that's true. The, Maybe he dies a third of the way into the movie. You and the killed the those guys, Hal. You'll else. never be a Green Lantern. And it just launches him into the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ring goes flying Let's off. The little green, lantern. green ball flies away to find yeah, another person. Good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm glad we got a short movie for once. Yeah, I'm glad that Hal died. Yeah. It was interesting to watch the whole movie in one in one go. Yeah, I think we yeah. should do Next it. Next time, can you imagine watching a movie in one sitting? I heard that people do Wait, that. Wait, let me pull up the movie real quick. I, mean, I just want to make <laughs> okay. sure like, there wasn't like a mid credit scene for this movie. Mm, that's right. I didn't check. Yeah, so let me... let me. Oh, fuck. We're only a third of the what? way through. Oh, what? god damn it. Damn it! But These that, that lines scenes up are getting out of control. Watch them. Oh god! Uh, well, I guess I'll just have to watch Game of Thrones: House of the Dragon on HBO. No. New episode tonight. Politics, no. pride, uh, and power. The story of House Targaryen continues. No. So next time we will meet uh, Jeffrey Rush's character Tomar Ray, and his name's Tomar. 
That's like a Tomar Ray. That's, a, that's like a normal name for an alien. Uh, like that's like <laughs> yeah, a just like Abensor was. But and Sinestro wasn't. Yeah, Sinestro's Sinestro not a normal name. Not. Sinestro also looks like a I mean, cartoon his, devil. It's his last name. It's Is it, okay, Sinestro. now I need to look this up. Comic book lore. Oh, yeah. It he is. also has the like the black eyebrows that are like pointed Yeah, he looks up. like Vincent Price. Um, he looks he looks like the cartoon devil. You know what? You say that. Uh he is actually modeled after a specific person. Let me pull this up. Who was it? He is based on the actor David Niven. Yeah, that makes sense. He has a very prominent widow's peak. I don't know him. Okay. He was um oh shit. What do people know David Niven from? He was uh he was James Bond once. Uh I'll look him up. When when do you think that's enough? That um when do you think that Green Lantern is going to put someone on a roller coaster that crushes their dick and balls? <laughs> God. Well, it's Green Lantern first flight, so that actually happens off screen in this. Scene. Oh, okay. When it fades to white, what we're not seeing is him <laughs> putting someone on a roller coaster that slams, slams their nuts into the seat really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be clear, he was he was. I think David Niven was uh, James Bond in the non-canon Casino Royale movie that had, like, Woody Allen in it. Oof. Mm. That, that predates all the other James Bond films. Uh. But it's like a comedy movie. Oh. Huh. All right. All righty, then. Well, Zero to Zero is a podcast on noisepace.xyz. That's not true. That's no way it that's is. true. Go right now. Look at it. It's there. Let me... Let me Noise. I challenge you, Space. listener, to go on noisepace.xyz and prove to me that I'm right and Giga's wrong. Okay, uh, noisepace.xyz. It's loading. Zed. Zed. It's Zed. Zed. It's a loading. It's loading. Um, my by God, there's an episode of Zero to Zero on there. What the? What is Zero to Zero? Wow. What's What's this? Mo- what's What's Zero to Zero? What are the other podcasts that are on there? Um, well, it looks like so. On the What's New page, there's um, the Sonic Shuffle, episode 91, Fan Zone 7, Hanging Out, pages 46 through 117. Nice. The Pot of Greed, episode 187, The True Man Show. Oh, yes. um, Digimon Ghost Gaze, uh, Survive Specials, part 1 through 6, and number 40, this podcast, It Was Made For Me. And <laughs> Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, then episode number 59, Snacks, mono- Snacks Monogamy. There's also Elite Full Restore. I've got some news. A wonderful array. Yes, Sam. Uh, so when you hear this episode, if, assuming you listen to it when it comes out, uh, next, the coming Saturday, Saturday the 17th through Sunday the 18th is the F plus uh Garbage day, 24-hour charity stream for National Network of Abortion Funds. I will be on it at 2 Eastern and 5 Eastern a.m., if I remember correctly. Hey, uh, yeah. Reading some... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that is 5 Pacific and 5 a.m. Pacific and 8 a.m. Pacific. No. No? What? You said 2 and 5 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. P- Eastern. 11 p.m. Pacific. 11 so it's minus Pacific, three, it's not plus right, three. minus three. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on in the wee hours of the morning, but uh, check it out. Good, Give money to a good cause and listen to some good, can you hear my air quotes, uh, content. Uh, also, I've got a new podcast in the works. <gasps> oh, no. Ooh. 
so it can't be like hearts and light and darkness and memories and dreams and sleep Wait, what? and my friends are my power. What? I haven't heard of this. Wait, what? It's Kingdom Hearts. What? What the fuck you're doing? A Kingdom Hearts podcast? Oh my I'm god! Do a Kingdom Hearts podcast? Is it with Jordan? Gorsh Batman? No. Oh, wow. No, what it's did you someone ask who is not a Kingdom Hearts player. Oh, okay. Is it me? No. Is it me? No. Oh. I would have told you if it was either oh, of you. Okay. Giga, I, I didn't, didn't realize yeah. we were Kingdom Hearts players. Nope. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm also, there's a new extra credit that I'm on about uh, crying fetish. <laughs> so mm. check that out. Mm-hmm. My favorite one. It's called The Crying Came. Ugh. Those are my updates. I have a podcast on noisespace.xyz. It's wow. called LMNOP. Okay, I'm Giga. Hi. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Gigalithic, or pretty much most other places. Um, I'm on Twitter at Flight Cub. You have two B's. Do you have a can on your desk or anything? Uh, go ahead and pick that up and look at the bottom of that and look. It's me. I'm waving at you. Wow, okay. you're so small. Huh. It's all a matter of perspective, my dear. Fuck out of here. Ah! Don't trap Giga under a cup. Anyway, Val, your Twitter? We've activated someone's fetish. Um, My Twitter is FlightCubB. It's FlightCub with a (laughs) second B added on top that stands for ball. I'm sure it stood for ball in the past, and it will stand up for ball now, too. We are all standing up for ball today and saluting. I'm not. Yes. My legs are broken. Uh, and I'm I'm on Twitter at positive stress. Bye. Oh, uh, uh, anything else? Uh, ring Green Lantern ring, Blast Off. Uh, ring Fit Adventure. Play Ring Fit Adventure. It's a good way to play a game and get a little healthier along the way. In darkest Lance, uh, night, in brightest Lance. day, in blackest night. See you next time. Uh, uh, <laughs> no bad movie will escape our sight. Green. Uh, Green. Green. Goodbye. Green.